Creative Recovery is a community of artists, healers, activists, entrepreneurs, and anyone seeking to nourish a creative relationship to life. In this podcast, we explore creativity as an agent of healing and social change. I'm your host, Brenna, a writer, editor, and coach. Join me as I step into conversation with people of diverse backgrounds and identities committed to creative living. Are you feeling stuck, unfulfilled, or uninspired? Creative Recovery offers tools and practices to help you cultivate your authentic voice and support your mind, body, and spirit in service of creative aspirations. Whether you want to write a book, start a business, or cultivate more curiosity and compassion, the process of creative recovery will help anyone tap into their inner resources and live a life of presence and joy. Welcome to Creative Recovery Podcast. I'm so excited to have a conversation today with my 11-year-old niece, Nora Beamer. She is one of the most creative kids I've ever met and also extremely talented and articulate about her process. So welcome, Nora. Thank you. Why don't you tell us about yourself and your creative pursuits? I really like to make things. I make a lot of things. I do a lot of crafting. What kinds of things do you like to make? I like to make little critters of different sorts. I like to draw them and then I like to make them out of many different materials. What's your favorite material to work with? Probably felt. What do you like about it? It's a really nice material for sewing little creatures, which I really like to do. And it like doesn't fray, so you don't need to hem the edges. And it's a bit like firmer than most fabrics. So a little easier to work with? Yeah. What did you make recently that you're really proud of? I just like a few days ago made a little pouch for my phone and it has a cute little raccoon on it and I'm really proud of it and it took me like four hours to make so it took me a long time. Wow. Tell me a little bit about your creative process. Like how do you start? What's the middle like? I mean four hours is a long time. I usually before making anything I sketch it out and I sketch out all my ideas and then I Sometimes go with an idea, realize it's not going to work for maybe proportional issues or other issues. Maybe it's too complicated. Maybe the felt doesn't work right for that design. But I usually sketch them, find the one that works best, and then I start sketching out my design in a more finalized sketch, bigger, and then I usually cut out pieces of paper that I sketched out and then transfer the patterns onto the fabric. Cool. So there, do you do it all at once in one sitting? I do. I usually, when it's a really big project, I usually take two or three breaks, but they're usually very short. And, but for this one, I did just do it all in one sitting. Cool. I know you're involved in a lot of other creative things too. You do some writing and you play bass. Yeah, I do do a lot 
more things than just like crafting. What do you like about those mediums? I love to write poems because I feel like I can express my creativity into words and it's just very like meditative mm-hmm. to just sit and write a poem for a really long time. What do you mean by meditative? It usually calms me to get all the thoughts out of my head. Sometimes I have a lot of ideas for the poem and I usually go with my simplest ideas because sometimes the simplest poems are the best ones. I completely agree. (laughs) And bass too? Yeah, I really like music and I do play a lot of instruments. I really like to play bass. I really like the sound of it and I, I really like the sound of low instruments. I also play tuba, so. Cool. What does creativity like mean to you? It means a lot of things to me. It means I can have some freedom a lot. I can express my emotions in many different ways. And it like lets me think of new things, new ideas. When I'm doing any of the things I like, making things, being creative, I usually get more creative thoughts, which I really like to have. That's cool. So while you're being creative in the process, you feel like that's a catalyst for you to have even more creative thoughts? Yeah. And usually when I have creative thoughts, I can think of a different, I can think of things in a different way, Mm. which looking at things from a different point of view is good. Yeah. Can you talk about how that helps or how that, what effect that has on your life? Looking at things in a more creative way, usually, sometimes if I think about things in a creative way, they sometimes turn out better or they don't. It depends on the situation. And I think I learn a lot from being creative and thinking of things differently. That's really interesting. So when do they not turn out okay or if you're testing out a new creative idea sometimes if i'm making something and i think this idea would really work and then i realize that it's not going to work for different reasons there's a lot of different reasons if i'm making something out of felt and i have a really great design idea sometimes i realize that the felt doesn't work in quite that way or it doesn't turn out the exact way I want it to. So then it makes me think of new ideas to work around those problems. Yeah. And does that translate in your life too? Yeah, it does. When... Can you think of any examples? Not at the moment, actually. Was there ever a time when there was just a problem in your life or a conflict that you had where you applied your creative thinking skills and thought about it in a new way? It happens a lot, actually. If I'm in a fight with one of my siblings, I can rethink about what happened in a different way and realize that it was just a big misunderstanding. Mm, That's amazing. That's so beautiful. A lot of adults can't even do that. So it's quite it's quite incredible that at 11 years old you have that understanding. It's going to serve you well in your yeah, relationships. I definitely, if you just 
step back and think of things in a different way. Sometimes it's just very simple and you realize that, oh, I was wrong and then your problems will like solve themselves. That's cool. And so you think that you're all the things that you do when you're making um, little animals or playing days or writing a poem, that process is similar. Yeah, it like channels my creativity when I'm using my creativity, which helps me think of things, think of new ideas, which later leads to my problems being solved. That's so cool. What inspires you? I'm inspired by a lot of things around me, things I see other people doing. A lot of times I get inspired by just like the surroundings around me. If I look around the room I'm in, usually I find something and I like that design and I change it and then it works for whatever I'm doing. Like a clothing design? What kind of designs inspire you? I have, say I'm making something and I wanted to make a little stuffed animal or something. I will look around the room and maybe find a like a color that I really like and that color reminds me of a certain animal. Or I find, say I find a jar. I can think of the jar as an empty space, picture things inside of the jar and realize that idea would work really well. That's cool. Yeah, I have a lot of jars in my room, so (laughs) it works really well. I keep a lot of things in jars. What other things do you surround yourself with to aid your creativity? A lot of colors, Mm -hmm. a lot of little cute things, because I really like cutesy designs. I keep a lot of, like, weird little (laughs) knickknacks. I just really like them. I have a lot of them, and I put them around my room or switch them out with others. Seeing a slightly different surrounding helps me think of different ideas. That's cool. Yeah, you recently painted your room a beautiful, bright purple color. Yeah, I really like it and I moved stuff all around my room. I like to move things around a lot. It like channels new thoughts and ideas. Yeah, that's actually one of the With a lot of the people that I work with, when I help them through their creative challenges, I'm often suggesting that they move things around or change their location or change up the art in their house to just get some inspiration and and help the brain think a different way. So it's cool that you do that naturally. What kinds of things make you feel uninspired? Sometimes when I see the same things over and over, I feel like a little um, at a loss for what to do. If I see the same thing over and over, I just can't get re-inspired by that same thing. Mm-hmm. So then you feel like you want to just change it up. Yeah, I change things a lot. Do you change things in your life too? Sometimes. Mm-hmm. It's usually, sometimes it's like really small little things. Sometimes it's really big things. Mm-hmm. Cool. What, what's an example of a small thing that you might change? Like I said before, like changing my surroundings, mm-hmm. like maybe moving around some furniture or like switching out a knickknack. What's a bigger thing? I have a lot of, what's the words? I can't think of the words. Maybe like changing my schedule. Yeah. Um, Like doing something I don't usually do or even like eating something I don't usually eat. Yeah. 
Filling yourself with new experiences. Yes. Cool. What are some challenges that come up for you when you're creative? A lot of times when I'm thinking, when I'm trying to be creative, I sometimes come up with the same thoughts over and over again, or the same idea over and over again. And then I think of the idea, and sometimes if I just think of the same idea over and over again, I can't channel new creative thoughts. So you get like a little blocked. A little bit stuck. Yeah. Sometimes it's a good idea, but sometimes it's an idea that I've just done so many times. I like the idea, but I've done it way too much. And I can't just keep on doing the same thing. I would go crazy. So what do you do to move through that challenge? <sighs> sometimes I go outside. Sometimes I go and eat something. You take a break? Yeah, I take a break. I let my mind relax and then I find that it's easier to let my mind wander on creative thoughts that's so that's very wise that's very wise I'm storing all these things in in my mind for when I get blocked which we all do what's do you ever get afraid when you're making things and like what's your relationship to fear sometimes when I'm making things I do get a little bit like afraid mostly it's afraid of failure because if i work really hard on something and it just fails i feel really disappointed in myself it's not like a oh darn it i did this i like feel really disappointed in myself and then that like really doesn't feel good what do you see or what does your mind think is failure i picture things very particularly in my mind if i make a little mistake that's no big deal but if I'm making something and I make a big mistake and find out I can't fix that without starting over, that's failure mm. for me. And I do usually or sometimes start over and then I can make the thing again. But it just like doesn't feel good that you realize I worked so hard on this and it just didn't work out. Has there ever been a time where you... You move through what you're calling failure and it actually turned out better than you thought or on in it or in some unexpected like you came up with something new because that, you couldn't that has happened before i think i can remember one specific time where it happened i was making this thing for my brother it's going to be a little bag where he could keep all his dye because he plays a lot of games and I, when I was making the bag, I was going to make it like a block shape and then make a drawstring. And then the drawstring really didn't work out. But then I realized I made this awesome little box and then I made tons of those and I embroidered them and they look really nice. And now I make them all the time. That's so cool. So it was a beautiful failure. Yeah, I'm really happy that I did actually remake it so the drawstring would work. But I really like my new idea. And I want to, um, for you to talk a little bit about that feeling of internalizing your failure. What's that process like for you? If you mess up or something doesn't turn out the way you want, you feel bad inside. I do a lot and it's, sometimes it's hard because I'm like, I, I get very, I get sad and then I just feel really down for a long time. And then I have to take a break and let my mind wander again. Mm. And usually that makes me feel a lot better. Yeah, yeah. 
it's so easy to personalize the process yes and and feel like it's your fault even though it's not at all your fault yeah it's probably not my fault at all but then sometimes i take the blame on me because i'm like i made this but i like i think i mess it up but it's it's not me and then i feel really bad about myself yeah and that's not a fun way to feel no it's not do you ever get critical of yourself? Sometimes, usually not though. When I little, when I make a little mistake, I'm not like everything has to be perfect when I'm making something. Sometimes flaws make it better. Yeah, that's so true. Sometimes what you think are flaws are really opportunities and new things. And if I'm making something, I don't really care if it looks perfect sometimes. I do care if I'm making something for someone else, I have to make that look perfect, but I'm, I'm making something for myself for fun. I do, I don't really care about little things. But do you feel like when you're making something for someone else, do you feel like it ever is perfect? What is perfect? Perfect is just the best it can be, like the best I can do. And I realize the best I can do, I have to make it a lot neater. And but if it doesn't look the exact way sometimes I'll start over sometimes I'll just be like it's okay they'll love it still I love that idea of in really replacing the idea of perfection with no mistakes with just it's the best I can do I think that's a really yeah. healthy attitude um, if you like keep on trying to make things perfect then you make what the best you can do really that you don't think that's the best you can do you think yeah. you can do like better or worse or anything like that but if you work your hardest on it that's perfect for me mm, i love that i love that that's so healthy what's something that you're working on now that you're really excited about i don't have something i'm like actually in the middle of working but i do have some ideas that i'm very excited about i want to make something and i want to paint something i have this idea for this painting i want to paint a tree but on the tree i want to paint I want it to be really big and I don't know if I have the skills for this but I have some ideas and I want to paint a tree and I want there to be fruit on the tree but each fruit is different and has an image on it of something of of something important to you yes to me like thing not like physical things like things that are important to me like that I usually take for granted, like the sky mm. and the grass and things that are really nice in nature. And I really want to make that painting, but I don't know if I can and I don't know if I could actually do it. I, ha I do paint sometimes. I like to paint animals. So what steps are you going to take to, to try to make this painting? I'll probably work on my realistic drawing skills first so i can do realistic painting i really like to make cartoony things little cartoons little animals i'm not like super good at doing realistic things i'm really good at drawing realistic furniture but that's the <laughs> only thing and it's a little bit strange but i can draw really nice realistic furniture Cool. So you're going to practice your little technical skills yeah. so that you can make your vision a, re a reality, a mm -hmm. real painting. Love it. Is there any other new creative pursuit that you want to explore in the future besides painting and um, drawing realistic? 
I want to be able to just make something really nice, but then expand on that thing. Mm-hmm. Like, be able to be like, oh, this is really nice, but it needs more. And add more things to it till it's so much, but so nice. Like, a what kind of a thing? I don't know. I don't really care. A poem, a painting, a drawing, a song. You just want to get into a medium, take some distance from it, and then improve it? Yeah, like I just want to focus on one thing and make it really good. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm looking forward to. I'm usually like juggling all these different art and creative things, writing songs, all sorts of things like that, but I want to just focus on one and then make it really good. Do you know what one that is or? I don't really care what one it is. Just any of the things I like to do, any of the things that make me like feel good. Like I love being creative because it makes me feel really good. I love making things. I just want to take some time and make something the best I can. (laughs) I love it. What I would love to transition to now is for you to read, to tell us a little bit about the poem that you wrote a couple months ago and maybe read it out loud to us. Yeah, I wrote a poem when I graduated from elementary school and I wrote it about my school and I wrote it about my experiences there. And I re- it took me around one ELA class time to make it. How much time is that? I think 45 minutes. I didn't, like, was, I wasn't aware of the surroundings. I really got lost in my poem and I really like it. I like how it turned out. I would love for you to read it to us. I can do that. I think as I sit under the blue picnic table and look at the small specks of sunlight peeking through to say hello. I remember all the times those lights greeted me. I feel the wind in my hair and hear the sweet sound of imagination and life. I wonder if all these things, small insignificant things we worry about. Do these things we worry about really impact the universe, maybe not to some, but to us, they're everything. As I ride up the river, I will treasure all the insignificant things that make Fall Creek in my heart forever. I will miss the feel of my hand on a desk too small for me. I will miss the taste of fresh air on the playground. I will miss the sound of laughter, miss the smell of food wafting from the cafeteria. Most of all, I will miss the sight of my friends inviting me to sit under the beautiful blue picnic table with the little holes in the top. Thank you so much, Nora. It's been such an amazing experience talking to you and I have all these kernels of wisdom I'm gonna write down in my journal to remind me of ways that I can get out of my own creative blockages. Yeah, it's been really fun talking to you too. Thank you. Thanks for tuning in to Creative Recovery. If you'd like to learn more about the podcast or my coaching and workshop offerings, please visit brennacoaching.com or DM me on Instagram at brenna.ef. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to the podcast and leave a rating and review. It helps grow this community and serve more people. Thanks for joining me on this creative journey of discovery and transformation.